Welcome to the 86,400 Experience, where your host, Stephen Filardo, provides you with tips, tricks, and tools you need in order to optimize your day in 30 minutes or less. It's time to embrace your purpose. On today's show, I have Jerome Wade. He's a speaker, entrepreneur, and the owner of Epic Global. Um, has a lot of accomplishments here. So Jerome, I'm just gonna let you take the wheel here and tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Awesome, thanks Stephen. I'm excited to be on the show with you today. Appreciate what you're doing to really help people up-level their lives and to you know find a better way to get the best life, better results, bigger results. So kudos to you for what you're doing. Uh, to make a difference in people's lives, but uh, no, I've I, yeah, I'm a I'm an international speaker, best-selling author, performance and productivity coach, and trainer. Um, the work that I do really is focused on helping people, you know, break through those barriers and limitations they might be facing in their organization, their team, or their own personal leadership or personal lives. And I've for 35 years now, I've been in life and leadership development. So I've been around the block. I've impacted the lives of over 100,000 people, at least that we can quantify. I, I hope that it's a lot more than that, but what we can quantify, it's, it's about that number or more. Um, but my passion really is where my story, I've, I've launched and led numerous organizations as an entrepreneur, nonprofit organizations, as well as for-profit, for-profit businesses. And, you know, there's, there's real struggle there. I mean, there's real challenges. And I think a lot of times when you are an entrepreneur, you've got your own business, you feel alone. And in some ways you are, right? It's who do you trust to share your journey with? Who do you trust to share some of the frustrations or some of the struggles with? I know a lot of guys or gals, when I am beginning an executive coaching or an advisor role with them, that's the first thing that they realize is the power of having somebody to to take the journey with them. And because of my years of experience in, you know, nonprofit and for-profit businesses and, you know, all of the work that I've done, you know, all over the world, it's, it's given me, I guess, insight, you know, wisdom that has come from experience. And so I like sharing that insight with people because I know that insight can make a difference and it does make a difference. So I guess that's me in a nutshell, if I didn't make that as clear as mud. Oh, no, you, you made it <laughs> super clear. And I think that that insight is so important. Um, I, like we were talking about before the show, I, I feel like a lot of people nowadays just live a life that doesn't have that passion, doesn't have that purpose. And they're, they're kind of just going through the motions. I've been there myself. Um, I'm sure you've worked with tons of people that have been there as well. Yeah. So how do you get people to really tap into that, really find what, what it is they were put here to do? Yeah. Well, I think that that's kind of the fundamental question of life. And it's also not just the question of life. It's the question of business. It's, it's the question of, of existence. And, and that's the question we really should spend a lot of time considering, a lot of time thinking through. But, but here's what I want to do. I want to debunk a little bit of the mythology of answering that question. Because I think so many people are maybe reticent there or resistant or even afraid of answering that question because of the implications of it, you know, and what, what they're really struggling with is, are they really, do they have the courage to pursue that dream? You know, for me, it really, that's, that's the resistance people are feeling. That's why it's so hard to answer this question is because they have this fear 
of do I have the courage to actually execute on that dream? If I get crystal clear and if I commit to a dream or a vision or a purpose in life, you know, will I then fulfill it or will I be unfulfilled? Will I, you know, be a, a raving success or will I be a complete failure? And so, but it's the question that has to be answered. And let's talk about this for just a second. There's, there's kind of a little bit of a framework that I try to walk people through on this to help them. And again, this, this formula I'm about to give you, it's the four C's, right? The, the four C formula, easy, easy, easy to remember. But if, if you take the time to process what I'm about to share, you can get that level of clarity on the purpose of your life or the direction of your life, the purpose of your business or the direction of your business or the next steps that you need to take if you're married or you've got a significant other, these four C's will answer truly every aspect of life. And it starts with the first C, all right? The first C is clarity, all right? This is no brainer, right? If we're not crystal clear on what we want, we'll never achieve it. We don't know where to go. We don't know how to get there. We can't create a plan or a map because there's no clarity there. And so the first step in answering that question is to get crystal clear. A number of years ago, I was working with a 30-something-year-old doctor, very successful, making serious money, but he was unfulfilled. He had a great family and a great wife. He had a great practice. I mean, and everything on the outside looked like a dream life, and it was. He just hadn't answered the question yet on what he really wanted. And when we, when we try to remove some of the, the mystique and the mythology behind purpose, it really comes down to what is it that we want? What's in our heart? What's the real dream? What is the real hope? We could even use it as a word. We, we could even say, what's the real prayer of our heart, the desire of our heart? But we have to answer that question and give ourselves permission to entertain whatever it is that we want. And so when I sat down with this, this you know, young doc, I'm, I'm chatting with him and I asked him this question. I said, doc, tell me, I said, what do you want? And he was speechless on the other side of the desk. He said, Jerome, I, if this is the first time in my life anybody has ever asked me what I wanted. See, he grew up in the, the medical practice. His grandfather was a doc. His dad was a doc. He became a doc because that's kind of what was expected. And he saw the lifestyle. There's nothing wrong with that lifestyle. But, but he said, I've never really answered that question for myself. He got married. Of course, he wanted his wife. And then they had kids. Of course, he wanted their kids. But the key to answering this question on clarity is that we've got to um, we, we've got to move from general descriptions of it to very specific descriptions. Like, what exactly do you want? So when I talk to so many people, if I'm standing in front of an audience or I'm training a team or if it's a one-on-one -on -one coaching session, they, they I always at first will get very general answers. So what do you want? Let's just entertain that for a second. What do you want? Well, somebody says, well, I just want to be healthy. Oh, that's a great answer. I love that. I want to be healthy too. Another person might say, hey, well, I just want to have fun. Oh, that's such a great answer. I want to have fun too, right? What's And somebody else might chime in something else. But the problem with just the general statement of fun or the general statement of health is there's not enough, enough teeth to it. There's no meat on those bones, right? So we don't really, what, that, what does it mean to have fun? For me, my definition of fun is adventures. I mean, I've, I'm a glider pilot. Um, I've trekked to base camp Everest. I've kayaked the Grand Canyon. I've sailed the Caribbean. I've explored parts of the Amazon. I mean, there's some amazing adventures I've had in my life, but that's how I define fun. But you have to go from a very general description to a very specific description. What specifically, exactly, precisely do you want? 
somebody else might say, well, Jerome, I, I want to lose weight. Great. I want to lose weight too, right? I, I, fitness is an important part of my life. Wellness is an important part of my life. So I want to make sure that I'm fit and trim and agile and strong, but I want to get very specific. So specifically speaking, I've got very specific goals. Those of you listening right now, I don't know if you're seeing a video. If you're not, I'm holding up my vision and my uh, priorities for the year. And I have very specific outcomes and objectives that I want when it comes to my wellness, right? So specifically, I want to be below 17% body mass, BMI, right? I'm in my mid fifties. If I can achieve that, that's a pretty significant accomplishment for a guy my age. I'm not old, but I'm getting there, right? I'm just around the corner from that old guy stage, but I specifically know what I want, right? So if I just said, I want to be healthy, or I just want to be fit, there's not enough teeth to measure it. So I can lose motivation. I can lose focus. But when I bring clarity to it, and clarity is about specificity, the other thing about clarity, it's also about simplicity. Don't overcomplicate the answer. What do you want specifically? Be specific. Let's process that. And then let's come back to a very simple understanding of what that looks like or what that means. So that's the first C of this 4C formula. First C is clarity. Get crystal clear on what you want. Give yourself permission to dream the craziest, wildest dreams ever. And, to, and then also you have to give yourself the gift of, of courageously pursuing that. Whenever you are at that place of dreaming of the future you want, the life that you want, it, it, don't, be able, um, don't be timid about it. Don't be afraid of it be bold and go big with it. So the first C is clarity. The second C though is very important. And that next word is the power word that changes, takes something from fantasy and starts moving it to reality. So the first C is clarity. The second C is commitment, right? So what keeps us from wandering and meandering in life without purpose? What keeps us from living our lives without, um, you know, without accomplishment is when we have not made the uh, commensurate commitment that we need to make. So many organizations or their businesses are not hitting their numbers because they're not committed to it. They've got, they, they're clear on what they want, but they didn't follow it with commitment. So that's what's so important for us to understand is that commitment is the second part of this equation. It's the power statement because it moves it from fantasy in the direction of reality. And so commitment is so important because with, without commitment, I mean, you, you, you're just daydreaming. You've, you've got these really fanciful ideas and these fanciful concepts, and you've got these, these fanciful um, hopes and aspirations, but you're doing nothing to make them happen. So clarity must be followed by commitment. And here's another aspect of commitment. It's not just commitment to take action. It's commitment to stay focused, right? If you're like me, I like shiny objects and I like squirrels. Who right? doesn't? I know, I, but most of us do. I, I, I like to be entertained and those kind of things. So I can easily uh, find myself distracted. And, and to be honest with you, Stephen, when I, when, the reason why I have this right here in front of me, this is something I do every week. It's something I work from. It's my active pro projects and priorities. This is my entire business plan that I keep in front of me every week because here's what happens. If I don't keep reminding myself where I'm going, this is about commitment. I will lose my way. I will lose my focus. I will lose energy. I will lose motivation, right? I will lose traction. And when all of those things start happening, then the energy starts working against me. I start self-sabotaging. So commitment is not just about taking action. It's also about staying 
focused, a very narrowed focus. If you want the moon and if you want it all and you want it all right now, there's a problem with that. It's too much to want. I mean, it's great to have a dream like that, but you've got to be specific on what you want. Instead of I want it all, I want it right now. I want specifically in my wellness, I want it to be, I want my body fat percentage to be less than 17%, right? In my business, I've got a very specific number that I try to hit every month, the impact that I'm trying to make in people's life every single month, right? So when I start looking at all of these components of my life, I'm very specific about them and I'm committed to them. So I've got clarity and I've got commitment. So commitment is what turns it from fantasy to reality because it moves in the direction of our dreams. So that's the second C. First C is clarity. Second C is commitment. Here's the third C. Now, this is where the rubber meets the road because you might be clear and you might've made commitments, but your commitment will be proven by the third word. And that is consistency, right? Why do we find ourselves frustrated? Why do we find the results faltering? Why do we find ourselves not seeing the, res- the, uh, the, the success that we desire? Well, how consistent are you in your behaviors? How consistent are you in your thought life? How consistent are you in your, your mindset and the way you're thinking? How consistent are you in the actions that you're taking? So consistency is kind of the, it, we could, uh, there's another word we could use. It's called discipline. Nobody likes that discipline word because for whatever reason, it's, it's a negative word for some people. It really isn't. It's a power <laughs> word because consistency is about us taking the steps that we need to take every single day, doing what we need to do, right? The easiest way for, for me to apply this for you is, is in the nutrition world, is the wellness world. If I'm consistently drinking what I should be drinking and eating what I should be eating and you know, uh, putting my body into circumstances where I am, you know, doing cardio exercises, stretching myself with resistance training, uh, then I'm doing things consistently. I know that I'm going to build the physique that I want. I'm going to build the health that I want. I'm going to build the wellness that I want. Also, I've got to be consistent with the, the amount of rest that I'm getting. So my body is recovering from the demand that I'm placing on it. So when we are inconsistent, what happens? Well, we start putting on weight. We start losing energy. We start losing muscle mass. We start, you know, negatively impacting our life. If I'm consistently drinking the wrong things, because I'm a Coca-Cola addict. <laughs> um, I mean, I, it's, it's sad. It's, I, I was thinking the other day, some friends and I we were talking about um, cancer and how rampant it is in our world. I said, man, I, it just has to be something we're eating or drinking, right? It has to be something like that. And I said, if cancer, if Coca-Cola causes cancer, I should be, I should have cancer because I have drinking gallons, thousands of gallons of Coca-Cola in my lifetime. So if I'm consistently drinking things I shouldn't drink, then I can't expect to have the results that I want. If I'm consistently eating the things I shouldn't eat, I can't expect to have the results that I want. So I'm crystal clear. I've made commitments. Now I'm consistently, repeatedly, um, just as uh, you know, the, every day the sun rises, I am that consistent with what I am trying to achieve. Now I'm starting to get traction. And once you get traction, you get motivation. Energy starts working for you instead of against you. So that's the first three C's, right? Clarity, commitment, consistency. And here's the fourth one. And I, I iterated this briefly or intimated it briefly in the first point. The fourth C is courage. And that is courage to truly pursue your wildest dreams. That is courage to truly create and to live your best life every single day. That's the courage to pursue your business goals, your entrepreneurial goals, your professional goals, 
That's the courage to change the world. That's the courage to be your best self. And so that's where I think it's so important, Stephen, to answer that kind of existential question. Why do I exist? Why am I here? My question really is a different, I guess it's a different um, angle of the camera to answer the same question. I just say, what do you want? Stop, stop making it even spiritual. Stop making it mystical and just get practical. What do you want? What's in your heart? And let your heart sing. Let your heart reverberate. Let your heart speak and let it inform you of, of what it is that you truly want. Because I, I really feel like the voice that we should be listening to is right there. Man, you, you just dropped a ton of knowledge bombs there. I mean, <laughs> clarity, commitment, consistency, and courage. Like, we do need all those things. And yeah. I mean, whether, whether you're just the everyday person just looking to improve your wellness and lose a couple pounds, mm -hmm. um, or if you're the top tier business owner trying to take the business to the next level, like all these things need to be happening. Mm -hmm. um, now, can you talk a little bit about how, how exactly you came across that framework? Yeah, well, lots of mistakes, lots of frustration, lots of success and failure, you know, and, you know, for me, when I started looking at the success that I've seen in my life, whether I was leading a nonprofit organization or leading a for-profit business, it always came as a result of the first C. I had clarity. When I lose clarity, I lose traction. I lose focus. I lose energy. So I just started putting this formula together over the years. I mean, this is, this is tried and true through my own life. And now that I'm coaching clients with it, it's, it's proving true in their lives as well. Um, but it, it just came out of, I guess, the school of hard knocks. It came out of the school of pain and suffering. It came out of somewhat of the school of regret where I'm like, oh, I could have made a better decision there. Or why didn't I stay focused here? Or why did I give up too soon? And so I paid a price for it, but, um, and not that I perfectly execute this every single day. I'm, I mean, I'm still human, but this gives me a very practical framework that I can remember every single day, get clear, make your commitments, stay consistent, act courageously. It doesn't matter what arena of life, personal, professional, relational, spiritual, emotional, these four C's address every aspect of life that we could ever face. The solution is somewhere within the four C's. And again, we have, to, we have to go back to the formula. Let's see where the breakdown is, right? So if somebody's not getting the results that they want, let's, let's say, well, are you crystal clear? Tell me what you want. And if they're crystal clear and they're not generic, it's not a general statement. It's a specific statement that we can measure. Okay, good. Now we know that that's not the problem. All right, let's go to the commitment. Have you made the commitment? Are you allowing other things to, to entertain your brain right now? Or are you just laser focused on this? For example, I've got a, a friend of mine who's been a business partner. He called me with another business opportunity a couple of weeks ago. It's a great business opportunity. I love it. It's like, oh, that'd be so good. And everything in my heart, because I like shiny objects. I like opportunity. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. I want to jump on that train. But the other side of me said, Jerome, you've made commitments to what you want. So let's stay consistent. And I had to tell him no. He even called me the other day. I said, Jerome, I really think this is something you need to jump in on. I'm like, dude, I can't. I've got other commitments right now that I've made. And see, that's the value of this. If I would have accepted that opportunity, there is no question it would put at risk what I am putting my efforts and energy into right now. And I'm not ready to put that at risk. Once I get this enterprise to the next level, then I might have some opportunity or some emotional space or mental space margin 
that I could direct some of my talent to or my leadership to, but not until then, because I don't want to put it at risk. So we go back to the equation. So if you're clear and you're committed, well, let's check about your behaviors and your actions. Are you consistently doing what needs to be done? I'm coaching a guy out of Dallas who has got an amazing business concept. It's, it's still early stages. He's got clients, uh, happy clients, but he's just not seeing the results that he wants. So I sat down and I said, well, let me see your marketing plan. So we started looking at his marketing strategy. And I said, tell me how often you're doing this. And he said, well, all right. I, I said this, let's, let's talk about the new plan moving forward. Let's, what do you think you should be doing? And he said, well, I'm going to make a hundred phone calls a month. And here's my response. I said, that is so weak. I said, you can make a hundred phone calls a month. I said, do you know how easy that is? You can make a hundred phone calls in the next two hours if you wanted to, you know? And he's like, well, what do you mean that's weak? I said, that's exactly what I mean. It's weak. I said, there's no commitment. That doesn't show me commitment. It doesn't show me that you really want this to win. And so I said, here's what it needs to look like. In my opinion, you don't have to listen to me. You don't have to do what I say. I'm just going to help you create some different levels of thinking. Clients, past clients, or, you know, opportunities. Just make some phone calls. Let's see how fast you can grow this business. And so, but the point was there is consistently making those phone calls to grow his business, to reach out to the, the, to the avatar that he's trying to provide services to. So then if it's not a clarity issue, if it's not a commitment issue, if it's not a consistency issue, are you truly going at this thing with faith? Do you believe you can achieve? Do you believe that you will accomplish the dream that's inside of your heart? And I can tell you so often that becomes the limiting factor for people. They've, they're clear, they're committed, they're consistent, but they are doubting. And when you doubt, you douse, right? When you doubt, you douse the flames of your dream. You douse the, the flames of your passion. You douse the, uh, the flames of your aspirations, and so you just go back and you revisit the equation and see where you might need to shore things up or put some effort and energy into it or a little bit more focus. And you will find the solution right there in the four seeds. It, it, it happens at every aspect of life. That, that's incredible. And I, I think that that really does kind of talk to the, the value of failures, value mm-hmm. of making mistakes and yeah. being able to see where that breakdown is happening not just looking at it as like, oh, well, I, I went off track on the diet. Now it's, I, I might as well just eat donuts, cakes, and cookies all right. day. Yeah. Because um, one day is going to throw off the entire system. Yeah. But if we can see like, oh, I haven't been super consistent with this. Let's generate that consistency again. Mm-hmm. That and then building the courage on top of that. Um it's all very, very important stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, you, you've lived a life. I, I mean, talking about uh, rafting the Grand Canyon and like just doing all this amazing stuff. What led you into that? Like, when, when did your, I guess, drive for adventure mm-hmm. really start? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I, it's a gift I believe my dad gave me. I, when I was just a little boy, I, I was a very active, very curious boy. And so I had lots of energy. They probably would have labeled me hyperactive or, you know, who knows what they would have labeled <laughs> me at. Uh, fortunately, I, or unfortunately, I don't know, good or bad, they've never labeled me. But I've always had a high capacity for energy. So I've, I was always active. And my dad would fuel that. 
when I was just a little guy, my dad uh, kind of had this homemade go-kart that he had. And he would take me out and, and we'd go up the road and we had this big field near our house and he would just let me ride that go-kart or he'd take me on bicycle rides um, or he would take me fishing. I mean, it just, my dad fueled the deep curiosity that I've had. And I think my sense of adventure comes from being very curious. And one of the most influential, I guess, experiences of my life was the summer nights in Albuquerque, New Mexico. My dad and I would sit outside under a massive cottonwood tree. And we were, this was back in the seventies, the Ed McMahon publisher clearing house, million dollar sweepstakes. And my dad would always, you know, submit to win the publishers and he'd buy a magazine or two to, you know, make him more eligible to win that thing. And we would always dream. I mean, I, I can't tell you countless conversations we would have night after night. We'd watch the satellites go by at night and my dad say, son, if we win this million dollars, what are we going to do with it? And we would just dream. So he put, I believe, that that deep and profound curiosity that I've had deep inside of me. And, and then, you know, fueled it. And, and I guess when I look back at this curiosity that I've got, it also goes back to my GI Joe years. When I had GI Joe as a boy, you know, I had the GI Joe Jeep I had, and which I've owned several Jeeps in my life. I had the uh, GI Joe kayak. I've kayaked the Grand Canyon. Um, I've had the GI Joe hang glider. Now I'm a glider pilot. I mean, it's, it's like I had GI Joe influencing my life when I was a little boy. So I wanted to just live those. I truly just wanted to live those boyhood fantasies that I had of adventuring the world. And, and, and that's truly what it's been. And so now adventure is a significant driver for my wife and I, um, you know, that we explore the world where I'm very curious. I want to know more. I want to see more. I want to experience more. And so uh, I'm grateful for my dad, for the voice that uh, fueled, you know, my curiosity and, to be brave, you know, to be courageous, to pursue it. Uh, that's really powerful. So I, I think that's, that kind of touches upon something that we don't really see as much in society. I, I mean, I, at least when I was a kid, um, I, I mean, I, I grew up in the nineties and that that's around when they really just started labeling everything. I, I mean, yeah. when I, when I was 10 years old, I got diagnosed with oppositional defiance disorder, which uh, I mean, for anyone that doesn't know, that's essentially a kid being a kid, not more right. to conform. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you don't have a problem, Stephen. That's right. not a problem. <laughs> right. So like, but at the time as a 10 year old, you're told, Hey, you have ODD. You're odd. Like yes. that you're going to internalize that as a kid. So I, I think it's so important to let kids experience that creativity, let them experience the curiosity. I, I mean, um, my, my son is just like one and a half right now. And I, I mean, he's exploring everything. He's getting into everything um, and he'll, he'll test us. But unless it's going to injure him, like when he's climbing up into the window and he's going to fall, um, like we just let him do his yeah. thing. Yeah. He's doing what boys do. Yeah. He's doing what boys do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I, I never want to discourage that. And I don't think curiosity should be discouraged. No. Well, and he'll also learn too. There will be some things that he'll be curious about the first time he puts his hand up near the stove. 
he's going to be very curious on what's going on, but he learns, you know? And so that's, that's the thing about curiosity or courage is have the courage to be curious and don't fear the pain. Don't fear the failure. Don't feel fear what doesn't work. Don't fear what might, you know, even harm you. Don't fear it. Be curious about it to pursue what life could really bring. Because if you play it safe, I can assure you, your life is going to be um, much less than what it could be. But when you take some chances and you take some risks, and I by no means expect people to take the level of risks that I have taken in my life, but I'm grateful for the experiences that I've had. And they've only come because of risk. And I've risked a lot um, throughout my life, my career. Um, I mean, I've risked a lot in business, risked a lot financially, risked a lot personally. So, but I've also, I'm so grateful for the, the wins and the losses that those, those attempts brought because it, it just added depth and dimension to life. You know, I, I could honestly talk to you all day about <laughs> all of this, um, trying to keep these podcasts under 30 minutes though. So as we wrap up time here, is there like one, one last knowledge bomb or piece of advice that you can share with the audience? Yeah, well, I, I think if I was going to give anybody a gift, I, I would want them to give themselves permission to pursue their wildest dreams. I, we talked about this a little bit and getting crystal clear, but this is so many people for situations like what you said, when they, they were labeled as a child, I was labeled as a child. Um, so when you are labeled, you listen to the voice of other people and you've, you get the voice of doubters and dousers out there, people that might've meant well, but they, they caused some harm. And so I, I just, I would hope that people listening today decide to entertain the possibilities of what would life look like if I took some risky steps, you know, what could I accomplish if I believed in myself? What, what could happen if I decided to get clear make the commitments, be consistent and act courageously. What would happen if I decided to, to live big and to be bold and to, to live and create my best life? What would that be like? So I, I hope that I, the, the audience listening today or watching today is, is given that gift to really pursue their wildest dreams. Jerome, appreciate your time. Like going to have to have you on again. Cause like I said, I, I could talk to you all day about this <laughs> and just have endless conversation. No, I really appreciate Stevie, it. Thank you. It's been, a, it's been an honor to share this with you. And just for your audience, if you want to find out more about me, go to jeromeway.com. Uh, we just have a new website we just launched. So there's information there for you to reach out and connect with me. And uh, anyway, I look forward to spending another session with you sometime in the future, Stephen. You take care. I appreciate you. Absolutely. You as well. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the 86,400 Experience. If you enjoyed this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on your preferred platform and introducing us to your friends and family. Until next time, keep living your life to the fullest.